welcome to Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, a peek inside 25 years of private care for St. Louis pet families. I'm Janie Budnick, president and founder of Four-Legged Kids. Get ready for stories from the trenches, along with a bit of advice for you pet parents out there, because our day is way more than cuddling your cute puppers and fluffers. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, St. Louis's number one pet podcast. So today I am actually going to talk to you just a bit about something that's a little challenging even for us when we are in the professional pet industry, and that is understanding your cat's go and no-go zones, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those those zones that they want you to touch that they lean into and they enjoy so much. And then those other ones that like they're trying to lay a trap for you, like come here and pet my beautiful belly. And then it's like, like a shark, right? I, but you know, I do know that there are a few things in the world that are nearly as impossible to resist than the beautiful belly being presented to you. But it doesn't always mean that that is what they are interested in. It's like a trap. But of course, it's probably smarter to admire those bellies from afar. Uh, But other than that, they do have really specific preferences and opinions about the places that they like to be touched. Now, I happen to be here sitting with my my cat butterscotch on my desk he's he's 16 he's my diabetic he is my velcro i should just name him velcro instead of butterscotch he is pretty much always here anytime i do any podcasts uh probably most likely because the cabinet right next to my desk has the temptations catnip cat treats in it and so he desperately hopes that by annoying me enough i will give him cat treats to make him go lay in his bed but I digress. So different areas to pet a cat. Of course, with Mr. Butterscotch, he's my boy, and he will let me play in between his toe pads. He will let me touch just about any area, but definitely one of the highlights for the majority of cats is their cheeks, their chin and their cheeks area. So of course, they have those adorable little faces, but packed into those adorable little faces are actual scent glands in their cheeks and in their chin area. So, you know, you've seen cats with some behaviors where they will go up to something, a piece of furniture, a person, and they will rub the side of their face on it. Well, that's actually scent marking. So, you know, you might notice that that is a normal behavior for them. Now, I can definitely tell you, doesn't necessarily mean that a cat that does that on a person is inviting that person to, let's say, pick them up or pet them or look at them sideways. Because we have had cases where there are some cats that are marking us to say, yes, you are in my place. I have now marked you. You are dead if you do the wrong thing. So we have encountered cats that are a little bit fractious like that. But most of the time, if they come up and they scent mark you like that, they are staking their claim and saying, I like you, you are mine, right? So area to probably avoid, their tail and their butt. Now, I keep telling my toddler, stop touching the cat's tail. I know they're fascinating. They wave back and forth. They twitch. They're like magical, but... 
Of course, they are delicate pieces of machinery. They use them to communicate. They use them for balance. There's muscles all through there and nerves. And that is the way they are so fascinating to look at. That does not mean that they want it to be touched, right? Some cats are okay. Butterscotch touching his tail right now. Yeah, he kind of twitched his ears a little bit, but he doesn't mind. But definitely not that area that I'd recommend going for. But... You know, the base of the tail, right? When you take their spine all the way down to where the tail comes out. Hmm, that's pretty good most of the time. That area right above the tail. Have you ever started petting a cat at their head and rubbed your hand down their back? And once you get to the butt, they start doing that elevator butt where their butt goes up in the air. Sometimes they'll start dancing back and forth on their back legs and you see they just love it so much well that is because the spinal cord ends there and there's a bundle of nerve endings and so it's a very sensitive area so for a lot of cats that good little scritch right there at the base of their tail they love that but keep an eye on some of their body language one thing you can key into is their ears their ears will tell you the entire story. So a cat normally has those very relaxed ears in a neutral position facing forward. When they start to get irritated, concerned, overstimulated, those little ears, there's a lot of muscles in there. They're going to rotate out to the outside edge and sometimes flatten a little bit more against their head. So pay attention to what those ears are doing whenever you're petting them and also the tail. If you see a nice, curvy, loosey-goosey tail that's just kind of waving back and forth, that's fine. Now, if you start to see that, like, last two inches of that tail, the tip of the tail, just kind of doing a little rapid twitching back and forth, you might want to be concerned about that. That is a pretty good sign that they are getting agitated, right? And then, of course... Their pupils, they've got those amazing cat eyes, but when they get overstimulated, irritated, anxious, anything like that, their pupils are going to dilate. So if you come across a cat that's got very large pupils, their ears are flared out to the sides and they have a twitching tail, guard yourself because they're either coming after you or they're ready to play, right? So you know what? You just really have to pay attention to what they are telling you. Cats are amazing communicators if you just know how to speak cat. So, um, you know, again, my cat, easy peasy. I'm rubbing his belly right now. He doesn't mind a darn bit, but they are going to tell you let's respect them as individuals You dog people out there, some of you just don't understand cats and you're a little intimidated. Well, hopefully this gave you a little clue in as to how you can read the cats around you to know a little bit more about what they want. Thank you for listening to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. If you are needing dog walking and pet sitting yourself, check out our website at fourleggedkids.com. And as always, if you have a warm heart for another cold nose, make sure you visit one of our sponsored shelters at fourleggedkids.com forward slash rescue.